Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dental Student Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Feldon, and today I have with me Seth and Matt, the dental lifting bros. Today we're talking about our personal goals for the year. Seth, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Michelle, thank you. <laughs> that was amazing. You, you, you could probably be uh, permanently on the podcast. That was really good. Great. Um, so yeah, Michelle, we're talking about our own personal goals today, our own vision. Um, so, and you know, it's 2020. This is going to be the best year ever. This decade. It's going to be full of big changes, big moves. That's right. You know what I heard though? Oh my God. I heard somebody told me that um, they, like the, the guys who are in charge of like, what do they call it? In, in, what is in Greenwich, uh, Greenland, something like that. I don't know. The guys that are in, in charge of time and all that sort of stuff, 2020 is not yet considered part of the new decade. 2021 is part of the new decade. What? I, I was so upset. I'm like, no, I'm just not going to accept that. 2020 is the new decade. Absolutely. So uh, I just thought that was like, wow, you're just trying to mess up everybody's <laughs> New Year's resolutions and stuff. Um, so <laughs> anyways, let's... kind of makes sense. I just did the math on my fingers. If you count from like 2011, 12, 13, 14, now you can't see it, but I'm counting on my fingers. But when you get to 2020, that's the 10th finger. So, I mean... If you're All right, get them out school, of here. Schoolyard <laughs> math, I, I mean, they have a point. Schoolyard math. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so let's talk about our own vision between us three. So, Michelle, what's what's like your vision? Not not your goals yet. We'll get down to the goals. But like, what's your vision for like the future? Like, where do you see yourself? Um, let's just start with like 10 years. Like, when you close your eyes... Where do you like, and you, you picture yourself in 2030, where do you see yourself? Um, I picture myself really happy with one or two puppies, um, <laughs> killing it at my job. Hopefully I'm an associate or even maybe have my own practice, who mm-hmm. knows. Um, yeah, I just figure I'm going to be... I don't know, really happy with the future and yeah, hopefully I get those dogs. I <laughs> to get those dogs. Well, I think I really like how you started out with number one, I'm going to be happy mm-hmm. because um, I think it was on the, what's, what's that? Um, Bulletproof podcast. They say that you should like incorporate into your goals, like how you feel like you, you want to like have like, Feel, like you want to think about how you're going to feel for the day or like you're going to go do this thing and how am I going to feel about it? That, it's kind of like an interesting concept to think about. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, I like how you started out with that. So that's that's like 10 years out. Matt, how about you? 10 years out. Your vision. Vision. Um, so typically how I break it down is like my I have my goals or whatever and my goals correlate to my vision. So... By 2030, I would like to own a home. You'd be happy and everything. But in terms of where I want to be in life, I want to make good, lasting friendships from now until then. Uh, new ones. So you have like your childhood ones, whatever. But as I you know, mature as an adult, end up with good, lasting friendships. Um, socially, that, that's what I want to do. Professionally, I would like to have my own practice, at least one, potentially more. Um 
and then um, just continue on with my dental career in terms of being a fully comprehensive practitioner. So I don't want to, by that time, I don't want to refer anything out. I want to be able to do everything myself, maybe ortho. But other than that, though, I want to do all my own surgery. I want to do my own extractions, whatever it may be. I don't want to send out. I want to be able to provide the care that my patient needs. So that's what I want to do professionally. Um, I just want to be a better son, friend, um, anything that I could do to make myself a more whole person. That's what I would like to do. And over the course of that time, I want to be able to, uh, between now and 2030, I want to uh, accomplish all of those things. Right. So you guys see like the next steps would be break those down into smaller things, your vision, and now you break it down into the goals and then break it down, break mm-hmm. it down. Yeah. I think, you know, for my vision, I see myself in, uh, well, I guess we're kind of doing like a 10-year goal, but it's still like a vision, right? But like if I close my eyes, I see myself, you know, with uh, like I've got my own family now. I'm very, you know, like I like how Michelle said, very happy. Um and like I've got, you know, a couple children um, and, you know, I've got a hopefully my own practice, maybe more than one um, go to work. And I'm not like super stressed out because I've structured my practice in a certain way uh, where it's very systemized. And um, let's see what, what let's see what else like vision, vision. So I'd like to, you know, own. Uh, a bunch of properties that have like supplemental income that could be um, directed towards like college funds for my kids, like that sort of stuff. You know, possibly run for public office. Um, also, Kalish twenty thirty. Kalish twenty thirty. We'll see. Uh, but honestly, I always I always wanted to get like a, a a nice house where I could just have like a ton of people come over like all like my closest friends and family and just have a good time like that that's that's like my one of my things that i see it with in my vision just having a ton of people over and everybody's like laughing fooling around having a good time and you don't do that pretty often like you know every third saturday of the month yeah we you know come over for the third saturday of the month barbecue Something like that. And just have like a massive grill. Everybody's grilling and just everybody's having a good time. With a dungeon for the Patriots fans. <laughs> well, that's, that's, uh, that was a tough game. <laughs> but Not for me. So I think it's good for us to like start out with our vision. You know, where are we, where are we directed to? Where, where are we trying to go um, with our lives? And like what it kind of gives you like meaning to your life. Like where, where you want to go. And that goes with personal growth. You know, so why don't we break it down now um, into our more specific goals? So, Michelle, what what are your uh, specific, specific goals Um, for for, 2020? For this year, Mm -hmm. um, my specific goals, I have two of them. Um, First is trying to pass the boards on my very first try and also to have a better life and school balance. Um, I think a majority of us who are in school right now, especially second years, have that same goal of trying to um, pass boards on the first try. It's definitely doable, but you got to work for it. Mm-hmm. Um, can't just take it and you know see how it goes. You got to plan for it. Right. So what's um, what's your plan for that? For for studying for boards? Like, have you thought about materials when you're going to study all that sort of stuff? Definitely. Um, just a general view of my plan is I'm trying to be consistent in my studying. 
Um, I feel like when you set the small goals, um, you're able to consume a lot more um, information and remember a lot more. So I want to do, you know, a practice test a week and then um, go back through actually my old notes from school. I'm going to study from my old notes, go through stuff from classes that we've learned. Um, additionally, I do have a first aid book that I did buy off a um, former student and then um, go through Kaplan questions. Definitely try to go through as many questions as possible before that test. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing is just being consistent and studying. Um, the more you study, the more mm -hmm. information you'll get and actually retain. So. Right. Okay. Um, are you going to, so how are you going to go through? Are you going to like make flashcards? Are you going to like write stuff out on pieces of paper? And then of course, just questions like you said. Um, yeah, I'm not super big into writing things out. I will if I have to, if there's a certain chart or whatever I need to memorize and I'm not getting it down. Um, but definitely questions over and over again. Um, they will repeat. It's the same content. Um, and definitely reviewing the answers of the, the questions because a lot of these um, resources have great breakdowns of that question, the information associated with that question, um, and it kind of gives you a better overarching view of the topic. Um, that's kind of my goal. That's how I study for the, the DAT, and right. it's pretty successful. So, so you like, because um, I know you're like the fastest typer I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm a fast typer. I don't really like to write. Yeah. Don't want to fatigue my hands. So really, you're going to focus on the questions. Okay. Definitely. Um, so do you have do you have like a time frame when you want to take the uh, boards part one? Um, when I'm released to take it, I'd like to take it. I'm thinking sometime early in May. Mm -hmm. I, I might change that and do it earlier depending on how I'm feeling. Um, but I just got to check in and see where I'm at with my studying and how confident I feel. Um, I don't really have a set date yet. It also depends on our class course schedule when we have finals. Don't want to have to be studying for finals and boards at the same time. Mm -hmm. so. so let's, um, have you made like small goals for your studying? Like may maybe we can make some right now. Yeah, so I want to do at least 70 questions a week. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like setting daily question counts because um, I just feel like things come up too, too easily for that. So I think I'd rather just sit down once a week and do anywhere between 70 is the minimum, mm -hmm. by the way. Um, so I'll do a minimum of 70 questions every single week. Um, and then obviously when I'm gearing up towards the boards, when I'm like a month out or so, I'll definitely switch into a higher quantity studying gear um, and really make sure that I'm seeing as many questions as I can. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, do you have any other like time frames that you're going to put into that? Not really. I think weekly and then a month out is definitely my, my goal and maybe a two-week out goal um, and see where I'm at among those okay. time frames. All right, so it's good. You said 70 questions a week. So like we talked about earlier, a quantity, I want to do this much. By this time so mm -hmm. perfect there you go so let's talk about your other goal um, definitely the the work or school life balance um, it's so easy to just get caught up in school and you know oh, I'm not gonna go to the gym today I'm gonna study instead mm -hmm. um, so what one of my good friends does um, she's also in school with us um, her name's Kylie and what she does is she works 
all during the week. She studies after school. She gets the motivation, keeps it going. Um, and then she has the weekends where she does, you know, her self-care. She goes up, um, travels, goes out and does, you know, all kinds of fun things on the weekends. So she makes sure that she gets her things done for school during the week. I think that's really great because um, it kind of forces you to budget your time correctly so you're not um, stretching out your your study schedule. Um, you set a time frame for what you want to get done and what how many hours. Um, mm-hmm. So you're not just, yeah, stretching it out yeah. too much. Shout out Kylie Dean. Yeah, great so, girl. So um, how are you going to set up your stuff? Are you going to try and do maybe the same sort of thing? Like Similar. I don't think I could take off a full weekend, um, but definitely one day a week. Um, probably a weekend date um, would probably work best, but something like that where I just take one whole day where I don't do anything school-related. I think that will really help um, my mental health, help me... You know, check in with myself, do catch up on all the things that I need to do, whether it's housework, whether it's hanging out with friends, whether it's going to the gym, whatever it is, definitely mm-hmm. will be my like catch up day for myself. Okay. So you got your belt. So you mentioned a couple things there. So like a couple, like maybe just like chores, like that's mm-hmm. laundry. I'm yeah. so bad about yeah. laundry. Um, but then of course, like you said, hang out with friends. So that contributes to your relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and honestly, I I personally, I feel a lot better a lot of times after I hang out with friends. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just been by yourself for like a full like 24 hours, just grinding, you know, Definitely. you've just been by yourself at the library or something. And then you just, I don't know, go out to dinner with some people. Yeah. You feel great after, mm-hmm. you know. So um, do you have any other goals besides those? Those are huge goals or great goals. Um, those are def- definitely my top two. I mean, I think I have the other student goals that everyone has, like getting good grades Mm -hmm. and um, maintaining relationships with friends that aren't in the same state and, you know, little things like that. Um, Working out, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So let's talk about working out because you (laughs) mentioned that before. So what is, do you have like your plan? Have you talked to Jeremy about how you're going to structure all this? No, no plan. Just go consistently. I think that's the biggest thing for me. Um, I definitely see, and I feel like a lot of people will feel the same way as when you've been consistently going to the gym, you, you see the results. And then when you let yourself go and then you try to start back in it again, it's like starting from day one. It's Mm -hmm. like you lose that momentum. Um, so definitely along with all my other goals actually is just to stay consistent with them. Um, and I, what I said in the other episode too, is, you know, if you fall off the horse, you just get right back on, you know, don't just say, screw it, I'm already out for this goal, I'm done, um, you just keep going. Do you okay. have any uh, diet plans to supplement the uh, exercising? Um, I know you'd <laughs> like me to say eat more protein, but I'm on the FODMAP diet currently, so I'm just trying to figure out what foods are best for me. Um, in case you haven't heard of this diet, it's basically for people to figure out like any kind of food sensitivities they have. Um, so basically making sure that I'm eating the right things for me, things that are going to energize me and not slow me down, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I feel like you can break down physical fitness into like A, diet, B, exercise, but you could break down exercise into weightlifting and cardio. Mm-hmm. So do you have a plan for between those two? Yeah, definitely. Um, so at least do one day of cardio and one day of like yoga Pilates a week. Um, and then the rest of the day or the rest of the week, um, be doing the lifting. So incorporating both of those, 
um, making sure I have a pretty good balance between those two. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like you've really uh, got it down. Mm -hmm. That's good. Matt, uh, how about your goals? Let's get to it. Um, so I broke down my goals using uh, Dr. Mark Costas's um, goal setting formula, I guess. Four Futures. The yep. Four Futures. And in that program, the first one that he says is mind. So some of the goals I set for mind were I figured it would go into this would be stop nail biting. That's probably the hardest one just because it's so natural to do once you started. I discussed this in, uh, in another episode. But um, so I say stop nail biting. Um, and then by doing it, just uh, real easy, just get, I mean, I could get that bitter nail polish stuff, I guess. <laughs> you could <laughs> so, do that. Hey, that. I mean, that might be the easy way. Help. I'm trying to test myself mentally. So I'm going to give myself three weeks to a month, just the month of January to, uh, see how much progress I made. If I really don't see that I'm making that much progress, and I could be doing better. I'll try the, uh, bitter tasting nail polish. If not, I mean, I'm going to try to do it naturally. Um, but to move on from there. So I'm one of those people where if I'm really stressed, I don't sleep well. So I want to do like some sort of anxiety reduction protocol or whatever for my life. And, um, by doing that, I'm going to plan a lot more efficiently in terms of what I'm doing each day. Do you know what you're going to do in order to plan better? Yeah. Like, so, I mean, a big thing is I like to wake up before like the sun comes up. I try to, I call it beating the sun up. So... I always wake up before and it's always dark. I try to go to uh, Bucky's and study or whatever. I did that a lot last semester. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to do that. But in order to do that, I need to go to bed early and get a good night's sleep throughout the night without waking up. So, so, so what are you going to do? So I want to plan accordingly and study more on the weekends rather than trying to have some fun. And that way, if I'm doing little bits here and there, I could, I could balance with like taking breaks. Because sometimes, um, if we get involved with whatever, I'll study a lot. And then I won't take any time to myself. And I'll just feel completely worn out, run down, and then I won't wake up early. So what's your what's your actionable plan? I want, I want to hear the action. What's the action stuff? So um, Action Bronson. Okay, Action Bronson. Uh, All right, so let's talk about sleeping, okay? Sleeping. There's like a million apps, right? Do all of us use our phones for alarms? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the worst ways that you can do it. Probably. I went out and I bought one of those like sonic boom alarms. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And I put it like across, like a, it's not on my bed nightstand. It's on, it's like across the room kind of. So I have to get out of bed and go and turn it off. So that's like one thing that helps. But like, honestly, you know, when you go and you set your alarm or something, like how many people like look at their phone the second before they go to sleep, before they close their eyes? Almost oh, everybody, almost Definitely. right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say that that's got to be one of the biggest problems with like everyone mm -hmm. with with sleeping? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, that can't be healthy for you either. So fall asleep with your phone, right? right <laughs> yeah, just getting radiation. Yeah, you know. So that's that's one of the things I'm trying to do is like I'm not using the phone alarm anymore. I'm using the other alarm. That's great. That's one. A good Back point. to basics. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should get one of those ones with the little bells. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like in um if you if you saw the show Hey Arnold, he had a potato alarm clock and you would have to stick like this electrode into the potato to turn it off. <laughs> what? Yeah, if you, no check it out. collection of that. Well. Yeah. I like All right. So um I mean, I would say for sleeping and everything, I would like to plan more accordingly. Get a planner. Use the planner and oh, you're getting the planner now. I would like to, yeah, for 2020. Wow. I've been I've been putting this off since I've met Seth, 
and all the time, he's like, oh, we're going to get you a planner. We gotta, you gotta I'll order planner. you one right now. No, it's okay. I'll go on Amazon. I'll order you one. <laughs> so I'll, I'll get the planner by the next time I, uh, we speak. So anyways, um, get, the, uh, get the planner, use it, and plan accordingly through each day. And then I want to give myself manageable tasks throughout the day. That way I don't feel stressed that I didn't get something done. And there's obviously going to be things I can't avoid in terms of stressing. For instance boards you know we got boards coming up so if i'm going to stress over boards i'm going to stress over boards but i want to be able to study enough at each day to where i can allow time to myself but i can also feel accomplished and i can go to sleep and get my full eight hours because that's another thing i don't always get eight hours mm-hmm. i don't always get five either what so. if you set your alarm clock at a certain time like okay because you know how many alarms do you have on your phone because i've got like a hundred so i set one alarm and when I set the, I need, I used to be really good with this, but then I just get bad and now I snooze. But when my alarm would go off, my goal would be to hit like off and then get out of bed. That way I get moving, but that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> That's so, why if you do what Seth does and put it not on your nightstand, yeah. you can't reach it unless yeah. you get out of mm-hmm. bed. You know, I saw this other one. It's like an alarm clock that has wheels. And it rolls away from you. Yeah, yeah. There's another one where you have to do math problems. There's another one. I used to have this. Actually, I still have I should use it. It's like you have to scan a barcode for it to turn off. Oh, wow. And so you have to like, so you're supposed to do like your toothpaste. So you get up, walk to the bathroom, scan it. It turns off by now you're out of your bed. But, that's um, pretty cool. Okay, so that's like sleep stuff. You know, yeah, that's that's obviously really important. I feel like there's a lot of like little things that you can do that are out there between like apps and just like little Mm -hmm. toys and get into a nighttime routine. So say my bedtime, I want to set it for 11 latest. I'm in bed at 1130 period, Mm -hmm. no matter what. Yeah. Um, Have my whole nighttime routine figured out so that I know every day it gets your body in that same um, mentality. Okay, I'm going to bed now. Like I'm mm-hmm. setting up to go to bed, and I think that's what really helps me um, able to sleep during finals and everything. I just have my routine. I get through it. Just pass out, go to sleep. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's I put that as one of mine for mindset. I said I will set out and prepare for the next day every single night. Yeah. So because like big thing. think about it. You ever heard of that Florida State Go Knowles? Uh, study from the psychology department where it's called like decision fatigue and like the fewer Mm -hmm. decisions that you make or the more decisions that you make the more like fatigued you are and you you can't like make enough decisions this kind of goes with the thing like Baskin Robbins 31 flavors of ice cream and you pick one you're like oh maybe I should have chosen another one what if it was only three chocolate strawberry vanilla you're probably going to be happy with your choice Mm -hmm. so I'm sure you were a psych major or something weren't you? I was regular biology but you, why do you know a lot about psychology? I'm interested in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's that's one of the things. Sit out and prepare for the next day every night. And then um, for mind as well, I would like to have a positive outlook because, you know, in terms of life and everything with school and, you know, crap just comes How? your way. How are you going to do that? How? That's hard. That's hard. So it, it is hard. So ways I do it are I try to... So we'll, we'll talk about that. And this, this also can segue into meaning. But, um, which would be the next topic, but we'll stay in, in mind right now. So for positive outlook, I want to have patience for people because patience. a lot of times I lose my patience. You're pretty patient. Well, okay. I'm patient with people that I like. So if Seth does something or whatever, I don't usually, whatever, you know, you live and let live. But if somebody I don't really care for, and if I don't like somebody, it takes a lot for me not to like them. So 
I need to have better patience with those people. And this is one of my goals for meaning, but I want, I want to be able to have a positive outlook with, with people in terms of things and a positive outlook. So let's say for an, an example, I take an exam. I don't want to come out like, oh man, I think I failed it. I want to always come out with confidence saying, yeah, I think I did well. It was hard. Hopefully there'll be a curve and then I'll come out on top. Okay. So how are you going to make that quantified by a certain date? Um, I don't think you could like quantify you that. Can. To you can quantify everything. You got but, here's, to. but here's the thing, though: is like this is a lifelong thing. That so you, like, this is like a life thing. So maybe the the quantification is to create some specific habits because I have a positive outlook. We get let's do it. Come on, yeah. let's make it. Let's make this a better goal. Okay, so, so how how are we gonna make this like more specific? Well, what you could do is every day you can write down like at the end of the day like what your outlook was for that day. Did you have a great day? Did you have a not so great day? And then mm -hmm. you can see by the end of the week, how many good days am I having? How many bad days am I having? Look back to what you were doing on those days. Why were they bad days? Why were they good days? Um, and I was going to suggest earlier, a big thing for you know becoming a happier person is surrounding yourself with happier people. You know, Take a look at who you're spending a lot of time with. Are you spending time with people who are stressing you out? Or are you spending time with people who are really happy with their lives, that are spreading, spreading positivity, um, that are kind to others? Um, so that's also a big thing on that. That's a... There you yeah. go, Matt. Wow. So she gave you some actionable and some mindset. So like, obviously, this is all about mindset mm -hmm. stuff. So... So I guess you could say maybe kind of like journaling yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I've tried to do that. I just keep forgetting to do it. But like... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard kind of to do, problem. but if you get in a routine and yeah. you just put it in your phone, like, you know, before you're going to bed when you're setting your alarm, I know we said we weren't going to do that, but that's something I'm not giving up. So right. if, you know, every night before bed, when you're setting your alarm, you know, you put that in your routine and then that's it. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. That's one of my uh, mindfulness goals is I'm going to write down five things I'm grateful for every day. And like all of us are pretty fortunate. Like we're in dental school. Mm -hmm. You remember back when we were in dental school? I would like just think about like every day, like oh my god, what would I do to just be in dental school, you yeah, know? And yeah. now we're here, so like that's something you could be grateful for. Like there's one, but um, okay, Matt, how about um? So you talked about relationships. Um, one of the things I was gonna say is, and, and I think you made this yours as well. Um, make it, showing appreciation mm -hmm. to at least one person every day. So that kind of goes with uh, gratitude, right? Because mm -hmm. gratitude is a key to happiness. Mm -hmm. One of the keys. So, um, what are what are some examples that you guys can think of showing appreciation to at least one person every day? Um, so I said appreciation or doing right by that by somebody, even if uh -huh. you don't know them. Like doing like doing a good deed or whatever, uh -huh. you'll feel fulfilled in yourself. Well, I did something nice for somebody, but then it'll also make their day a little better as well. So, um, I learned that in the hospital working before school. And by doing it or whatever, like you could make, I mean, in the hospital, you're able to make really big, you know, impacts on people. And I, I want to be able to make those types of impacts. And that led to me partially going to dental school for uh, those were some of the reasons. But um, I would say that in order to make impacts on people, you have to conduct yourself in a way to where they, you know, are receptive to you. If you always have negative energy, that's part of being positive. You know, if you're being negative all the time. You know, people are going to shy away from that. Positive attracts positive. So um, I would say, too, uh, if you want to be like, like appreciate someone or something or whatever, 
Um, I would say you have to live more in, in the moment. Don't stress so much about school. That's another thing I do. I, I'm always stressing about mm-hmm. school. Enjoy the place that you're at. Yeah. Here, I, I give you a, a gimme. You ready for this one? Go ahead. Pick up your phone. Call your mom and yeah. say, Mom, uh, yeah. Mom, I love you. I miss That's you. Cheating. That was my immediate. <laughs> That's yeah. cheating. You know, That's an easy I'm one. Trying to, I'm trying to think of how you could do it for like a stranger. He's like, he's going to do his mom. <laughs> like, I'm like, let me just go like, you know, sit with someone like an old person at dinner if they're alone, like if they're widowed or something. He's like, I'm going to call uh, my mom. Yeah, yeah, call your mom. Call your family. Call a friend that you haven't talked to in a while. That'll definitely help. Mm-hmm. Um, but other little things like, you know, striking up a conversation when you're in line at the grocery store or, you know, commenting on somebody's, I don't know, you like somebody's shoes. There you go. Like, mm-hmm. There you, know, you go. Pay them a compliment, but a genuine compliment, yeah. you know? I mean, it could be monetary. I mean, we're not completely in the... <laughs> Matt, I like your shoes. Here's $5. <laughs> like, we're not in the position now or whatever, but... Right, we're all um, At one point in my life, I was, you know... I was in a position where I was around a neurosurgeon. Clearly, they make a lot of money. And everywhere we went, he paid something forward for someone else. Every place we went to. We went to Dunkin' Donuts one time. He handed the person like 30 bucks and was like, put this to uh, as many people as you can behind me. Like in the drive through line. I mean, if I'm at that position where I'm blessed enough to have a lot of money one day, I would like to do something like that. Because that right. random act of kindness, I mean, you could really help someone, you know, in a in a positive way. That you don't even know, but then you don't even assume mm-hmm. you know, credit for it. Yeah, I thought that was very cool. All right, we got some awesome, uh, awesome stuff here, guys. Yeah. Um, another thing for meaning, I would like to like gain clarity more in terms of. So if you take somebody that you're not too fond of or whatever, try to understand why they're in your life and like the the and what you can learn from them being in your life. You That's know? good. Yeah. Try, to, try to figure that out and how you can grow from that and develop your relationship with them to be more, I guess, amicable. Right. You know. That's that's fantastic. That's another big let's, uh Let's talk about movement now. Okay, so Michelle, we already talked a little bit about movement, muscle, um, basically physical fitness, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, Matt, what, what are your goals for movement? Okay. So, last year, Seth partook in a bodybuilding competition and we ran through the plan together. I kept him pretty accountable. Um, two and a half weeks left. It gets brutal. You know, you're cutting like complete, you're completely cutting carbs or whatever. It was, it was tough. And I gave up on that. Like, and I started like incorporating carbs and everything. So we went like, I think it was like 16 weeks together. Like the last like two and a half weeks, I kind of just folded. So my goal now is to really meal prep and have that structured well. That way I complete whatever we set ourselves to do. I want to keep the meal prep consistent because, you know, diet's super important in terms of working on everything. So I want to diet. I want to eat right. Um, limit cheat meals. Don't indulge. Yeah. I wrote I wrote down for this, for diet. My The goal is I will stick to the diet I create and not have more than one cheat meal every week. And obviously, if I were competing... Yeah. Uh, I would cut out the cheat meals like the last eight weeks probably. Um, And then the other thing is I will meal prep every week. So let's, let's just kind of like break down the diet and exercise plan Mm -hmm. for people. So you can kind of compartmentalize it. Mm -hmm. Um, Diet uh, consists uh, carbohydrates, protein, fats, and then when you're meal prepping and you're preparing for a competition or something, I, I used to do bodybuilding competitions. Um, I'm planning on doing one again in the future, but probably not D2 year. 
because we've got too much going on. But um, so you meal prep, you get this proper amount of macros, and then you can alter your macros and make your body go in the direction that you want it to go. So if you're trying to gain weight, you would increase your macros in the different proportions. Or if you're trying to lose weight, you would decrease the macros in certain proportions. So, and it's all about like relativity between your starting point and your ending point. So like, let's say you start out at a certain weight, you calculate your basal metabolic rate and your movement. And then according to that, there's a certain number of calories you need to have and calories slash macros you need to be at baseline, right? So then after that, you fi- so you figure that out and then either A, you increase your macros to gain weight, like I said, or decrease to, to lose weight. And so you can decrease one of those three different macros and those are going to have slightly different effects depending on which one you decrease. And some of them are bu- better for like uh, doing lots of uh, weightlifting and then some are better for, you, like you're going to have a different diet if you're, if you're like a swimmer or something, you know what I mean? So that, so that's just like diet plans. So the way that we're going to create these systems for ourselves that prevent us from straying off and cheating on our diets too much. Hey, I'd say number one is uh, meal prepping. Mm-hmm. That makes it so easy to not cheat. You're not making decisions then. Right. You just, it's, you open the fridge, you take your, your meal and then you, and you, that's you it. You on. eat it or you put it in the microwave mm-hmm. and then you eat it. So that, that's really easy. So mm-hmm. we're going to have like more stuff in the future about diet and about exercise. Um, so that, that's the easiest way to do that. The other thing that's really important, write it all down, put it on a spreadsheet. So we've, we've already done that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about exercise now. So Michelle was doing yoga and you, did you just come from a run earlier or you just went to the gym? Uh, we did legs. We lifted. Right. Okay. So Michelle was doing uh, weightlifting. So you can break down if you're a beginner, uh, easy way to do it is break it down into a two day split, which means like upper body, lower body. Right. And then you'd repeat that a certain number of times per week. But like when, as you become more advanced, you hit uh, a different number of body parts, a different number of times per week, and you kind of split it up that way. Um, So those are, there's countless diets that you can look up online, countless workout programs that you can look up online. And honestly, the most important thing is you just start it and just Mm -hmm. do it. Just do it. Start it because once you start it and you get it into a routine, it makes it a lot easier to do. Yeah, because if you stop and then try to start again, it's really hard to get it back. Right. Try different things and find out what you like. You know, you might like eating a certain way. Um, I personally don't like eating past eight o'clock at night. That's it. I eat earlier in the day and get that done, and I feel like I'm able to control. I think night calories just like build up a lot more than what you're doing during the day. Um, and then another way is just going to the gym with a buddy. I think that helps so much, especially if it's somebody who has been in the gym for longer than you have. Um, they can really help you out, show you the different machines, um, or you can just ask anybody at your, your gym and they'll help you out and show you you know, all the different options that you have. So figure out what you like. Yeah, accountability. Mm-hmm. You could also work out with Seth because it's a workout just loading the weights for him to lift, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's Matt, that's one of the things that uh, helps me out is just accountability, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So there's those things. And then we also have our cardio program. And again, that's increasing your cardio as you get closer to Mm -hmm. whatever date you're trying to get shredded. Um, Let's see what else here. So uh, 
Do you have anything else for movement? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I put movement as beat the sun up because you actually have to get out of bed, uh -huh. you know. Um, always try. I always try to get up and get moving before the sun is up because there's all, I always look at it like this. There's always somebody working, you know, hard. So you want to be working harder than them, earlier than them, so that way you're getting more done. I always want to be hardworking. I always want to be getting something done. And if I sleep to, I don't know, let's say 10, 11 o'clock, I always feel like I wasted the day because I, I missed out on daylight, you know? So there's that one. And then I also put for movement because, you know, you want to look good, you want to feel good. I, I want to dress for success because I, I'm, I feel like I'm starting to get to the age where I don't want to just be wearing, you know, gym clothes all over the place. You want to dress and look professional, play the part. So my goal now is, um, I mean, I like to go to the gym. I like to do all that stuff. So bring my clothing with me rather than just dressing like that for the day, like on a Saturday to run my errands, I'll dress nice, go to the gym and then change and then work out. So that way I can, you know, play the part. People are like, wow, he looks polished. He's looking good. Um, Look good, you, feel good. Exactly. And then you're going to feel good by dressing that way as well. You have more confidence, whatever it may be. There you go. Okay. Um, so I think, again, one of the most important things to do is write everything down. So write down your diet, write down your mm -hmm. uh, exercise plan and set your goal date. So Michelle has her wedding. That's her goal date. When I uh, was competing, the actual competition, the actual show, um, that was my goal date, you know, mm -hmm. and it's good. So it gives you a sense of urgency. I think that's one of the biggest parts about that. All right. Now let's talk about uh, money. So for us, since we're dental students, we like you don't guys have any we don't, <laughs> you know, we don't have any money but um we don't have jobs right now michelle you don't have a job right no. like you but you babysit sometimes never never <laughs> oh, never mind never mind uh I, I tutor sometimes but like generally it's not the best idea because you to have a job in dental school because tough. you got a, you got a lot of other things to worry about. I started with one and I gave it up in the second week of D1 year because it was a lot. Just I was only working weekends, but while you're working, you're stressing about the schoolwork that you have. Going so, to dental yeah. school is an investment in yourself. The time that you're putting in now will ultimately pay off later. Mm -hmm. So unless you really are in a situation where you need to have a job, don't. Just focus on your schooling. Learn as much as you can from all the sources, from school, from extracurricular activities, clubs, whatever have you, podcasts, you know. The Dental Student Advice Podcast. I, I don't suggest go. it. Yeah. So why don't we break this down into kind of two parts then. So obviously we have no uh, income necessarily, mm -hmm. but we do, we can change our spending habits. We, we mm -hmm. still have to spend. Um, so let's talk about that. But then in the future, our money situation will become like our, our income from dentisting, mm -hmm. right? So we can, we can, so technically right now our dentisting is being students. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's talk about first how we are going to create budgets for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I guess, so you don't have to, but usually it's a good idea to make a budget. Are you guys planning on making a specific budget per month, like that sort of thing? Um, I have no plans to make a budget. I am a rarity in that I really don't like shopping. So the only things I really spend money are are food and sometimes experiences. But even that is few and far between because mm -hmm. school takes up majority of my time. Um, so I don't really plan on creating a budget. I just know that I need to recognize when I'm eating out too much. I feel like that's my only 
pitfall with my mm-hmm. money spending right now. Um, other than that, just keep keep uh, cooking at home. So so maybe um, eating out too much. I mean, I feel I feel like you hit it. Like ex- fun things like experiences, and then eating out. Mm-hmm. That's probably most of our expenses, right? Mm-hmm. So um, and honestly. Sometimes you like really have to eat out, especially when it's like the final exam week. Mm-hmm. You run out of meal preps, and then you got to go to Chipotle for like three meals in a row. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. Right. But I, I when I used to do an undergrad was I used to be better about that because I didn't meal prep as much in undergrad. So I used to allow myself 200 a week, period. So I could take that 200. If I want to go to Universal, I buy a 150 dollars ticket. I got 50 dollars left to get me through the week. So, but I, I did it as like a rollover. So if I spent 125 yeah. one day, like one week, I would put that other 75 towards the next week. So I would have a like a bank and I would take that money and then I'd put it in a separate account and I would have that building. So if I was really trying to be, you know, frugal, I can end up saving for, you know, something I, I knew was going on. So if I had a buddy's birthday I had to go to and we were going out for a nice dinner, I would have that extra money from that rainy day account from what I didn't spend. So that was one thing I could do. I don't do that as much anymore purely because like I'm meal prepping a lot more than I did. So when you meal prep, at this point, I buy money for food and then gas for the car. And that's really all I'm spending on besides like that monthly rent payment and everything. So I try to minimize the amount of times I use my card, you know, in general now. Okay. So I I think one of the easiest ways you mentioned switching between accounts one of the easiest ways to manage your money is to have multiple accounts mm-hmm. that are allocated uh for different expenses mm-hmm. so i think the first thing that you should always uh spend money on is your fixed expenses which is like rent like your different like basically all your bills yeah right and it's fixed so it's not really going to change uh, month to month insurance like stuff like that mm-hmm. right and then um what what i was reading tom ferry who's like, um, he's got a podcast too. He has this kind of like a flow chart where your income should come into one centralized account and then it, certain percentages should be transferred out to other accounts. So like your central account and then, cause you know you can do like automatic transfers. Yeah. So the whole point is that you don't think. That's like the, the goal so that you can think about other things. So it comes in and then it's automatically transferred a certain amount to these other accounts. So like it would go certain like let's say like fifty percent goes to your expenses account, thirty percent goes to your like investing accounts, stuff like that. So I think that's there, there's a bunch of different um, ways that you can do that. Um, so that's that's a good thing to look up. Tom Ferry he he has a ton of information about that. Um, so I, that that's one of the things I was going to set up this year: a mm-hmm. bunch of different accounts and kind of have automatic transfers between one another. Um, get my like retirement accounts and stuff in order. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever like set those up. Your Roth and everything. Yeah, all that. Like I, I've got it, but you know. I started one and then I uh, has been touched. So. <laughs> well, you know, you're well, when you don't to have it, it. When you, well, when you don't have a, uh, well, I haven't at, com, you know, contributed to it again because, you know, no money. Right. Uh, one of the other things though that I've been really interested in lately, and this is one of my goals is I'm going to look at four real estate deals per month to total 50 for the whole year. So that that's something I'm trying to learn about more, you know, because... Like with someone? 
You mean like someone that can explain if it's a good deal or a bad deal? Or do you just want to look at it yourself? And well, I mean, I'd, I'd love to look at it with someone. I don't, I don't know anybody who's like oh. uh, really into real estate. Are you that saying just familiarizing good. yourself with the types of numbers? Yeah, like, yeah. Like go through the motions of do I want to buy this property or not? You know, That could be really good if, if you amended that and found someone that you can speak about it with. Well, like, I so do. Like a great Harvey. Real, okay. Harvey, Harvey says he's going to look at duplexes with me and stuff like that. Right. But like that's one of my goals is to have um, – you ever heard of house hacking? No, I haven't. So, like, your first year um, that you live in a house, when you, like, go to get the loan, if you li- if it's your primary residence, you get, like, different rates than if, if, if you just buy a house and you don't live in it, right? So, um, basically, like, a, a classic thing is you buy a duplex and you live in one of them, and then the tenant on the other side pays for your rent. So, that's house hacking, right? Okay. right? Um, so, technically... You live with Alan, right? Mm-hmm. Alan owns the house. Yeah. So he's kind of house hacking. He's got roommates, which I'm pay being, paying for the house. Yeah, being house hacked by my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's um, that's one of the uh, that's one of my goals. Um, but let's see what else here. So one, I think one day during um, dental school, I want to get my real estate license. Like, do it. Well, I don't know if I'm going to do it this year. You think we're going to have time this year, next year? No. Let's plan for third year. Let's say third sure. year. Because with boards and everything, mm-hmm. I, I, that's my primary goal is let's pass boards. and everything, Especially with the time crunch we have with the integrated boards and all that other. Junk, all right. So that's saying. it. I'm, by the end of third year, I'm going to have a real estate license. There you go. All right. All right. Let's do it. It's, it's you, heard it here for, you guys are uh, you, you guys are the witnesses to this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think that about wraps it up for our mindset, meaning, movement, and money. I have one more for money. This Throw it is, in here. This isn't, this isn't a 2020 goal. This is a lifelong money goal. It's like my primary money goal. So when I was at UCF, I had a, a, a one personal finance class, and it was unbelievable. The professor uh, was a – I think he's a CFA, I believe. And he's uh, probably one of, the, one of the most business-savvy people I've ever met. Everything in his life – he revol- like he relates to business because he understands it so well. So his goal, uh, I used to speak to him a lot, and his lifelong goal, he got married at 21 years old, and it was to financially secure himself, his potential future children, and then his potential future grandchildren. And I mean like financially secure them as in like they don't have to work. And he financially secured, as of now, himself and his wife, obviously at his age or whatever and he's very successful and he financially secured his children he's now working on his grandchildren and everyone has their own whatever accounts he does he doesn't give me the he didn't give me any of the specifics but he takes it upon himself to invest money and then plan accordingly so that way they'll live without the worry of money for the rest of their lives and I've, I've never really heard of anyone doing something like that where they financially because everyone looks to financially secure yourself and your spouse you know so he did it for his children and now he's working on the, his next generation in his family like the next lineage so i thought that was pretty cool and i mean granted you don't have to do that and make them like trust fund babies and all this stuff but you could have it available as like a rainy day fund if they need it and i always thought that was pretty remarkable that somebody had you know the initiative and the mentality to want to do that for their family. So I would like to do that as well for my future family. Sounds good. So that, I mean, that's such an incredible thing that he did. Yeah. I, 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 and nobody told him about this. He just came up with this one day and he was 21 years old. When I was 21 years old, 
you know, you just look to go out and then pass your classes. You know, at least that's what some 21-year-olds do. So the the fact that he did this and he was so mature at that age and he did and he's doing it now and you know after what let's say 40 50 years of being alive I mean he truly is you know succeeding in his longest goal so yes sir all right Michelle any last words to add be happy be happy <laughs> surround yourself with people who make you feel happy laugh be less stressed out by laughing Take time for yourself. God bless. God bless. All right. Hey, Michelle, thanks for being on with us today. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. As always, thanks for listening. You can hit us up on Instagram at dental.student.vibes. Email us your questions, ideas, your vision, your goals. We'll uh, we'll read it on the podcast. If you send us an email, send us a message. Uh, Email is dentalstudentvibes at gmail.com. And then, of course, we have our GoFundMe as well. Uh, link is in the bio. So thank you guys for listening and we hope you have a wonderful 2020 and you crush all of your goals. Take care.